Hi guys, welcome back. This is episode four of Somewhere in Between and I'm your host, Stephanie Fabre. I'm excited about today's episode because we are joined again by Manuela Marrera. Hello. Hi. (laughs) I'm excited because we're going to be doing a reverse episode where she's going to be asking me all about my entrepreneurial, I can never say the word, (laughs) journey in marketing, consulting, content creation, um, acting. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to kind of share more about everything I've been involved with. And this, we thought, you know, we were talking like this would kind of be a fun. Yeah. Why not put her on the spot this time? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) As you can see, we've, we have tried a bunch of different times to get our dogs to calm down. So if you are watching the video (laughs) portion, if the video actually works, (laughs) you actually get to see our puppies. Yeah. And they both kind of just got groomed a little bit yesterday. So they're looking fresh. Um, okay, before we dive in, if you guys would love to continue following this podcast, supporting it, go to Spotify, hit that follow button, and just be sure to stream it on any different platform that you guys have. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, I'm pretty sure it's on a majority of the podcast networks at this point. But other than that, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone loved you. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I feel like your story was so inspiring. So thank you. Thank you. I'm I really loved, happy that we're here. Yeah. Thank you for giving me that platform to share my story. I don't really get to share much of that because, I mean, a lot of what you see on Instagram is really just the highlight reel. Yeah. So it's good to talk about the what happens somewhere in between. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Speaking of that, this is perfect. Now it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'd like to start from the beginning. Like, can you tell us where you went to school, what you went to school for? Yeah. So I think a bunch of you guys already know this, but I went to the University of Wisconsin Madison. I played soccer there. So it's very interesting because I feel like I've lived many different lifetimes. You played soccer. Like I I just found out about that recently. That's so cool. (laughs) I've played soccer at Wisconsin. So for a majority of my life up until I think 21 or 22, soccer was my entire life. You know, I had other passions, but soccer was like, I thought I was going to play professional. So that was um, one thing that really drove my younger years. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So what were you going to school for? So when I went to Wisconsin, I had no idea what I wanted to get into. Writing was always the number one thing in my life. Like when I was younger, I was always writing short stories and just very creative as a young kid. So yeah, that was my outlet. (laughs) And we have our dogs. <laughs> so if you hear Bella whining. It's... Bella also wants to have a say. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have to say about that, Bella? Oh, she's, she's sniffing it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up majoring in journalism. Very cool. Strategic communications. So a lot of my coursework was in social media, marketing, PR. And I fell in love. Like I really thought it was like the perfect path for me. Very, very cool. So how did you get your first job? And was it while you were in school? Was it after you graduated? And what was that first job? (laughs) Bella said, it's my turn. Let me answer this one. (laughs) Yeah. So I was so determined. The number one thing for me is that I did not want to live at home. 
after college. I've always been a free spirit. You know, I love being home with my family, but also Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get out there and just like start my life already. So I was applying to a bunch of different jobs and I ended up taking a social media coordinator slash manager job in Boston. Okay. So I moved out there, I think like just a few weeks after I graduated and I was just- you you were serious about it. You were yeah. like, I definitely don't want to live at home. No, and <laughs> everything happened so quick. I just found any sublet I could pretty much find. All of my stuff was shipped out, which now I understand that I should have gotten rid of yeah. 99% of the shit I own. Like, I think you talked about that too. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. One day yeah. I want to write a book about how to move like, yeah. efficiently. You know what? I think moving gives you an opportunity to start fresh start new beginnings, new habits. And I think, you know, I mean, it's just furniture and personal items, you know, yeah. you can replace them. You, if you would have seen my life back then, it was chaotic. <laughs> I had shit everywhere. I would have just sold everything for you and been like, sorry, there's nothing left. Like just I needed move. a personal organizer <laughs> because I was taking like the most random shit. Like I literally flew out. I'm pretty sure my Jersey. Oh my goodness. From Wisconsin. I had my Jersey framed. And I flew it out there because I thought it was so important that I had it. I, I mean, it is important, but there are other ways to. As a hoarder. Yeah. I was were, a grade one yeah. hoarder. Maybe we should have another episode on that. <laughs> oh, that. Um, so yeah, I moved out there to take that social media manager slash coordinator position. And yeah, that was just for a few months. And then I got fired. Okay, so tell us more. <laughs> it's really funny because I everything I do in my life, I do at 100%. But I think once I took that position, I just kind of knew that it wasn't for me. And to be honest, to be fair, like I could have given so much more of myself to that job. Why do you think it wasn't for you? Was it just the culture of the company or were you, was it a field that you really didn't really like it as much as you thought he would? It was a field that I slowly started to realize was not for me. Um, Honestly, I think it was a reality check and it was due to my performance. (laughs) Fuck. Um, So it was a huge reality check for me and I quickly realized that the next position I took, it should be something that I genuinely enjoy and not just take for money. Right. Yeah. And I, I talked a little bit about that when we, uh, did my interview because I mentioned working with an interior designer and what I learned on site was nothing like what I had learned in school. And I think it's so important for people to really like look at both ends. Again, education is super, super important, but it's also important for you to get the, uh, real life experience because you actually get to see what that job is actually like. And you learn how to set the proper expectations and you set, you know, your goals accordingly and so on. So I think that's very important. But I also think I admire you for recognizing that. Um, I I think a part of it is too, because I did so many different internships in college while being a student athlete. And so part of me was like, oh, I deserve this really great job because I put in the work to get a lot of different internships. Mm Well, I was playing college soccer, which isn't easy, but then you have to, you know, take your ego down like 10 levels and you're humble yourself and be like, shit, like I'm still 22. I need to relax and just realize like, okay, 
the next position, I need to be doing, like I said, something I really enjoy, but also something that can pay me. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different factors that go into looking for a job. And it was a really great sign from the universe. Like, okay, we're going to redirect you into something else. Right. So I actually took a photography internship slash apprenticeship, I would say, um, which then I got hired on by that team. And that was a position that I just loved. What did you love about it? I think. Was it being more hands on? Yeah, it was being much more creative. Mm-hmm. Like I, I learned so much from every single job that I've done, which is really interesting because this was like a polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Like I was going from being a social media manager slash coordinator to this photographer slash content. I don't even know. I, I did so many different things. Yeah. because it was more of a startup. Um, and I think I just loved the community aspect mm-hmm. of that role. So. Yeah, I, I, I think my advice for anyone who's looking for a job right out of college is to not be so, you know, wowed by the money that they're giving you and be more so, you know, humbled that you're still 22. But at the same time, do something that you really enjoy, because then you are going to get on that right trajectory to where you really end up do want to end up someday. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to to not be afraid to start small, even though you might feel that you have the knowledge to do bigger things or take on more, more responsibilities. But you also have to think about the fact that you are most likely joining a company that, you know, have more people who have a lot more seniority than you, more experience, which you'll learn from them a lot as well. Uh, but always start small, obviously, you know, keeping your eye out on the end goal because uh, you'll get there, but you can't just accelerate to the top. There's (laughs) always, you know, steps that you have to take in order to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't agree. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't agree with that more. So you were working for this other company in photography and you really enjoyed it. How long were you there for? And (sighs) I think I was there short under a year and then I got laid off because of the pandemic. Okay. So my life has really taken so many different turns, which wow. I feel like I have lived like, lived like yeah. 10 different lifetimes because I got fired. Then I joined this company that I just loved and it was like perfect for what I was and interested in. And then it was taken away from you. Then it was taken yeah. away from me. And so then I was back to square one of like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm glad I saved up money, but now we really have to figure things out. So I just remember sitting on the porch of my old apartment back in Boston, and I was just like, you know what? I already have one or two clients that I was doing side work for in social media. And so I was like, why don't I just get a few more clients and then like create an agency? So Why not? (laughs) That's that's what I did. (laughs) And it was really confusing at first with the legal stuff. And I really was just figuring it out as I went. And luckily, I did have a support system at the time of people who could really guide me in different ways. Um, but a lot of it was just me, you know, you you haven't talked about this, like yeah. trial and error, just like yeah. figuring shit out. And cre- yeah. I created the logo myself. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> but it was, it was very similar to me that you were almost like thrown into it because obviously the pandemic hit. And then you had to figure things out yourself. For me, I chose to leave the company and then I chose, I had to figure things out myself. Yeah. So how did you, 
so did you feel like that fire in you? Like I need to go full force and like build this into a big business or did you want to take your time? At the time I didn't know if social media was something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I just knew there's something I was really good at. And it was always something I excelled upon, you know, amongst other people in my school, but also in internships and jobs. Like I just felt like it was something that I still feel it to this day. You know, at, at moments I feel like, okay, I don't fully embrace this talent and I should be doing more with it, which we'll touch upon later. I'm going to tell you guys I'm creating a course if anyone's interested in growing their social media or generating more business and revenue from their personal brand and social media. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, But to answer your question, I I did kind of just go full force and it was exciting because I had two options. You know, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were just living on unemployment and I was for a little bit because I got laid off. And then I had to ask myself, okay, I need to get my shit together. Do I want to be struggling for the next two years? Because at the time we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nobody the, knew anything. I like yeah. the world was ending, yeah. which it kind of was. <laughs> yes. I hear. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Jesus. So I was on unemployment for a while because I had to kind of get myself back up right. on my feet. It was a humbling experience. Let me just say I was really, really rationing things yeah. <laughs> going, to the, going to the grocery store yeah. <laughs> until I got more clients. Um, we are back. We had to take a little break to do some <laughs> fixing of the camera and everything else pretty much. Um, I think the last thought I was just talking about was I really had to be careful with expenses during that time that I was unemployed while I was getting ready to you know, get more clients and really work on my agency. What did you feel confident about your two clients that you already had? Like, what did you think of, like, let's say the next year for you? Were you excited about it? Were you nervous? I think I wasn't even really looking long-term at that point. Like, I think I was really just Just day by day survival mode, trying to survive every single day because, you know, my parents, you know, I left the nest. Yes. (laughs) And they were like, you chose to do that. You said you did not want to stay at home. (laughs) Isn't that ironic though? How I left the nest and then everything just felt it's like we're going to test you now are you ready for it (laughs) and so yeah I mean my parents definitely did not help me out at all so I had to you know fly I Mm -hmm. literally had to fly out of my own nest and just figure things out how did you Um, get your two clients though I'm honestly I don't even remember no I'm trying to think Uh, um honestly though a lot the way I was able to get a lot of my clients was through messaging them on Instagram and just introducing myself and saying, hey, I do this. I have this experience. Would you be interested in hiring someone like me for 10 hours a week? I think the biggest thing with me with getting clients was that I wasn't asking them to hire me for 40 hours a week. I was just saying, hey, right. if you need 10 hours a week to help with your social media, this is what I can do. And <laughs> She has an opinion. (laughs) And I think that's why I was successful, though, is because a lot of the businesses I was reaching out to were e-commerce brands that were just getting started. Mm -hmm. So they were looking for someone like me who wasn't an agency. Uh, Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, your retainer isn't as much as an agency would. Right. Like a really big agency I'm talking. 
Um, cause you know, as I'm sure, you know, agencies do cost a lot of money. To, yes, they do. Yeah. Um, hire them. Yeah. I think that's great too, because you also get to work with other companies and you're not locking in your time with one specific company. So it allows you to be more creative and, uh, connect with other people as well. Yeah. yeah. I think I started to get into a very specific niche, which was e-commerce health conscious brands. At the time, I was also a fitness instructor, so I was running classes. Cool. And so um, I was really big into the health conscious space. I was starting to do blogging on my own social media accounts for health conscious stuff. And so I was doing just a bunch of stuff around that industry. And I think that was kind of my pitch to these potential clients was, hey, I know a lot about this personally, but also I have, you know. And you are their client. Yeah. So you really understand the brand and what you're looking for is pretty much what they're trying to promote. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely offering a different perspective. So maybe I'm jumping too far forward, but how maybe you can tell us how you got interested in acting and what inspired you, what motivated you? Yes. So I've been in marketing now for almost six years, if you include all of the internships and all the experience that I've gotten, um, even while in college. Excuse me, Val. Including the job that you got <laughs> fired from. Including, <laughs> yes. So, acting. I really am such a multi-passionate person. And as we talk about this social media course that I'm creating, like it's a boot camp, I want to also tailor it to people who are like me, who don't just want to get stuck in one very, very specific niche on social media, which is what every expert recommends is, you know, niche down and only talk about this one topic and that's it. That's yeah. how you're going to go really fast. That's so true, but I'm very multi-passionate. And I think for me, that has been a very in interesting struggle. People close to me have always been like, it just always seems like you're starting a new project or you're starting something new. Like, are you okay? <laughs> but you can't always <laughs> listen to that. I mean, I do get, Absolutely. you can't. Yeah. I, I do get that a lot just because I've, I mean, I've stayed in the same industry, but I went from a different company to a different company. I moved to a different city, different States. I think you need to do what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a big part of my jump to acting was that I never got the opportunity, and I talked about this already a little bit, I never got the opportunity when I was younger to, sorry, no. <laughs> I never got the opportunity when I was younger to be in theater because I was always doing soccer and athletics. So I felt like this was something a long time coming. It has been a dream since I was really young. And it's something I'm just very passionate about is just being a human being and feeling emotions. And um, I don't really view it so much as acting. For me, I'm a very emotional, sensitive person. So it is pretty easy for me to talk to someone and feel those emotions. And um, that I think that's a big pull for me to acting is... So it feels very natural for you. Yeah, like yeah. I've been through so much in the past few years. And I really don't like that victim mentality of like, you've been through so much, um, you know, like, whoa, me, like, mm -hmm. you know, I might as well just not try anymore. Right, right. I wanted to take all that life experience of different things I've gone through and experienced and really allow it to channel into acting. Um, 
like one of the first classes I went to, they always talked about, you know, think about something. Oh, <laughs> Honey! Honey, no! No! I'm just like looking at him like, oh my God, she's, she's going like, to fall behind the sofa. <laughs> Why don't you just sit here? <sighs> You're such a little nugget. Okay. Um, one okay, of your so, first experiences. <laughs> one of my first classes that I took last year in acting, excuse me, we did an exercise where you pretty much just want to feel something that someone has done to you, a past emotion, a past experience. And it was really just easy for me to channel those things because they are still very close to me. But I had to realize I had to channel in a different way. You can't really use acting as therapy because you have to be in control of your emotions to do it take after take after take. Wow. That's um, very interesting. So yeah. it is powerful. I think, um, it's something that led me to acting, but now that, you know, I'm embracing this humanity in a very different way of experiencing life through many different characters and many different point of views, it has really got on my ass to start taking therapy very seriously and start taking the emotional stuff very seriously, which is meditating and which is, um, you know, just dealing with a lot of the trauma still. Do you feel like you understand your emotions a lot better now too? In a way, I feel like I've had so many different spiritual awakenings in the past few years where I think each month I have like a new revelation of like, oh, this is why this happened to me. It didn't happen to me. It happened for me because this other thing came from it. Or, you know, I'm, it's just, I don't really know how to explain. I think emotions, I love this saying of someone was like, emotions are kind of just passing by. And you kind of just have to feel them. And I think a lot, a lot, a large part of my life, I've suppressed things that happened to me in childhood, suppressed things that happened to me in the past few years. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just like boils over. Right. Where like one day you explode and you get mad at someone on the freeway or, you know, you get mad at a friend. And I think that's something I'm still really working on mm -hmm. is um, projecting. Because we all project, yes, yes, our shit, yeah, yes, we do. Other people. <laughs> so that's how I got into acting. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would be your ideal role? Oh, I love dramas, but I also love comedies. Because I, I think would not have guessed. <laughs> you guys, I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm actually very goofy and weird, and I don't really show that a lot in anything. I think you would do great at like a, a rom-com or something. <laughs> I, I've been reading like a, a really great like a romance novel. And I just, I think it's something that I really would love to be in a rom-com, but I also love dramas. Like I would love to take on a very just intriguing character role where someone has just gone through something that I haven't gone through. And I, I want to challenge myself and see how I can use past experiences to somehow, you know, work my way to that character. But I, I do want to try something that, you know, I haven't experienced so I can experience that for the first time. Right, right. I, I mean, I'm so amazed. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, emotions, it, they're hard to, to deal with and to understand. And the fact that you can actually just get yourself into a specific character and just, yeah, I, I could never do that. 
I can barely balance my own emotions. <laughs> I'm really excited for my first role whenever that comes. And it's just something that genuinely brings so much joy to my heart. And I think that's the one thing I've been chasing this entire career path with strategy, with marketing, mm-hmm. with fitness training, with being a content creator, with being on TikTok, to blowing up on TikTok to 200K and then deleting my account. I'm always chasing those moments of joy. And I think that is often looked at really negatively because we are chasing these moments from here to there of just, you know, feeling like you're you're chasing your passions. And it is looked frowned upon in a way of people are like, oh, well, you should, you know, like, I think just feel joy every moment, but that's not realistic for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you should enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. But also have a higher purpose and other goals because (laughs) it just, (laughs) I'm just going to get her out of this crevice. Um, (laughs) it really forces you to continue to grow because if you have this goal in mind and then you achieve that goal and then if you're just done, I mean, what's the purpose? And you know, I think, I think it's great that you're always thinking of other things and wanting to reach, you know, another goal of yours. I don't, I don't think you're jumping around too much or I think you need to do what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's something that it's something I feel often very misunderstood by a lot of people when I do start a new project or start something new. Cause inside of me, it's just, I, I feel this intense urge that I need to do it. And like being a very creative entrepreneur, I think so many people can understand that when you feel that urge, when you feel that excitement, like you should follow that. Yeah. And, (laughs) um, that, that's why I have done so many different things and maybe I haven't, you know, done very specific things for a long period of time. I think marketing has been the one very consistent thing that I have been doing for the past six years. Well, and the thing is you've been successful at it. So it's (laughs) really, I mean, it's not like you start something and you're failing and then you're, you know, even, even if you did start something and failed and start something new, I mean, good for you for starting something new, but you did something, you did great at it. And now you're trying something completely different, but that makes you happier. I think that's awesome. I really admire that. Yeah. I mean, I think it takes a lot of courage. Um, You know, it's not like you're going from like social media marketing to, I don't know, a different, you know, branch of that. You're going into something completely different. I think that's really, really cool. But like, don't you think you would miss the marketing portion a little? Yeah. And I think when I was really... Sorry, she's digging, she's digging a hole through Earth right now. Where are you trying to if go? If we get this video episode up on Spotify, I really want y'all to really just watch this entire thing <laughs> to see Bella's. Chloe's being so great. Chloe the Chihuahua is just sleeping on black. She's napping. Bella the Sheepu is a different breed. Um, I it. So I think that's the reason why. I was reminiscing and really contemplating the past few weeks and we were having conversations about this. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I have so much experience. Acting is something I really do want to pursue and see where that takes me. But I have so much experience. I've worked at a Fortune 500 company. I've worked at agencies, PR agencies, creative agencies, talent agencies, um, doing social media. I've I feel like I have so much to offer and I'm not like I would be just throwing it out the door and I'm so privileged as a white woman in America 
to genuinely have that education to jumpstart that career path. And so that is why I decided to create the boot camp um, specifically for anyone who's a cre- creative entrepreneur or um, a small business owner. And I'm I think excited. that's great that you're just <laughs> letting it live somewhere in the universe because, I mean, a lot of people will definitely benefit from that. Yeah. Um, and it's your way of also like paying it forward because you did so great. You were successful. You have all this knowledge. And I was we were talking about it before you decided to do it. And I was selfishly saying, do it, do it, do it because (laughs) I need it. Um, And I think it's so great. I mean, just talking to you about social media, like your knowledge is just so incredible. And I think it's great that you're allowing us into this space and to learn so much. So I think that's really cool. It's interesting as I'm doing these modules because the way I'm doing it, so I'm doing like an outline and then I'm going to be recording, like batch recording all of the modules and lessons in just like a few days. But I wanted to do an outline just so I know just like roughly what to talk about. But it's interesting because all of this knowledge is truly just kind of like living up here. And it's just interesting to try to like put it out there. And yeah. just when you talk to me, you're probably like, this girl's going in 10 different circles. <laughs> Because that's how my brain works. You have to always think of it objectively. Like, okay, this person isn't as close to social media as I am. And sometimes you have to, like, just think about it from, like, a teacher standpoint of, like, okay, how can I make this, you know, sound the way I want it to sound without sounding, like, a little bit Well, you have to think about, like, people on the other end, like me. I mean, I really, I enjoy social media, but it's not my, it's not where I thrive and you have to basically speak to somebody as if they know nothing about it. Um, but also making the process fun too. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I have, you guys, I, I created wait. quizzes where one, for example, one lesson is understanding it for your specific goals. If you should niche down your content or if you should stay broad. And so I created this outcome quiz on Typeform where you can go can in. Can I take it like right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can go in and take the quiz and see if niching down is best for your specific goals or if this is all for your personal brand on social media. So or if like staying a broad approach, for example, for me, a broad approach is the best thing because I'm so multi-passionate. So I really recommend for anyone who is more multi-passionate that maybe a serial entrepreneur, someone who has several businesses and or just several different passions, um, it, it would be the best approach because getting tied down to one niche is really hard to sustain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of these creators that do it every single day and I just give them so much credit because it is the quickest way to grow and generate revenue and generate more business leads. Um, if you are specifically being, you know, having your personal brand on social media for those purposes, but it is very, you have to commit. Yeah. And that's why I wanted people to take this quiz. Cause I'm like, right. you know, let me, where did you, you get the idea for the quiz? Was it you? Wait, what do you say? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, where are you going? With did this? you take the quiz on my website? <laughs> okay, yeah. So you have a quiz. She had what is it called? Like an archetype? Uh, how do I find your design archetype? Yes. Yes. But not not to jump around. No, no, I want right. I wanted to ask you, <laughs> what do you think the biggest mistake is that people do on social media? And like how would this course help them? 
Oh, man. Let me think about that for a second. Oh, I already know it. <laughs> it just kind of was lurking there. Um, I think the biggest thing that I, biggest mistake I've made that I've also seen every other person make is trying to be someone else, trying to wear a different hat, trying to not have their content be authentic. Because one thing I didn't realize until I even started acting and we study the psychological behavior of someone else and how we're perceived in storytelling is that the audience can read it so easily. Mm -hmm. If you're hopping up there and, you know, taking a video and telling your audience about how your day was and talking about something else, and you are talking about something that you genuinely aren't passionate about or you genuinely aren't close to, like if you're talking about something and you're not really an expert in that field, the discomfort can read volumes, especially Mm -hmm. because you're in this 9 by 16 screen. Right. So... You know, it's not to scare anyone off. I think it's more so the fact that I I really hope social media is going to start shifting more to an authentic point of view of, you know, people embracing what they are passionate about, embracing um, their talents and embracing things that they actually want to talk about and not talking about things just because they feel like they have to in order to generate more business. The reason for this boot camp is that I want to teach you guys how to generate more business, how to generate more revenue, or even just passive income, whatever your specific goals are, by creating a very personalized, authentic approach through original content that's also adaptable. So if that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does make a lot of sense. Um, again, I'm being very selfish. I'm just oh, trying to like get a lot of information from you it. on this course. Yeah. Like, when is it launching? <laughs> you guys, I really do want to launch it by Valentine's Day. The reason why I want to launch it by Valentine's Day is for anyone that is also single. <laughs> and you guys want to just do something selfish for yourself for, for yourself on Valentine's Day and invest in this course because in this course you're going to get video, text, but also a 30-minute call with me. The reason why I wanted to include this in the price is because it's really important to me and close to my heart that you guys, if you have questions throughout the course as we're building your own strategy, you're like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense to me or dang, I really just wish I could like pick her brain about one specific thing. You know, I think it's just beneficial to have that 30 minutes to sit down. I think that's a huge benefit too, because you are also able to speak to that particular category for them and their brand yeah yeah so that's great I'm excited and if you guys do have questions about it um you know it's really just going to be for a bunch I even just have like you know different goals that you might even have on social media so like generating more business generating more revenue for your brand if you are a creative entrepreneur for your personal brand if you want to grow your social media following make passive income, or just learn how to cultivate a community. A lot of that is going to be covered in the course. So with, I you think know, that's great. I mean, yeah. it'll live in the universe. Yeah. And then you'll be acting and... <laughs> and then you you aren't going to bug me about creating the course. <laughs> and then I won't bug her anymore about creating guys, the course because I will would have taken the course already. 
it's just funny because when she was first, we were first talking about it and I had this idea before and then she like solidified it. You're like, how about you create a course? I'm like, I've been thinking about this for literally weeks. And so it was like that like universe coinciding moment. And then she was like, well, you should do it. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of, a, it's a lot of freaking work, you guys, to yeah. create a course. I, I'm sure it's a lot of work and I've seen how much you've been working so hard at this. And again, super proud of you, really admire you for doing it. But I, I remember us having a conversation too. And I know that you talked about how much you love this part of the business and mm-hmm. how you didn't want to just leave it. And you, you have so much knowledge that you wanted to share it with other people. And I thought that was really cool. Thank um, you. because you know, you weren't, you weren't being selfish about it and wanting to just keep it in your head. Yeah. You know, you really wanted to share it with other people. And I thought that was really awesome. And you want to see other people succeed. Um, and you're paying it forward and it'll come back to you in many, many ways. And Thank yeah, you. we're, I'm super excited about it. I know so many of my friends are excited about it as well. Cool. Um, yeah, it'll be great. So Thank tell you. us, like, what's the next year? The next like, year for, you? for me? Ooh, well, you guys, as I talked about this before, I have a vision board on my phone right now of exactly you do? what I want <laughs> in the next year of different things. Wow, so, that's, like, that's a lot. My, <laughs> like, ideal partner that one day, hopefully, I'm going to meet, how I want that person to make me feel. Also, just, of course, acting. I really want this podcast to keep growing and I want to have more amazing people like Manuela on the podcast Aww. because you got so many DMs from people, right? <laughs> I did. I did. Being I got like, a lot of DMs. Yeah. Which is cool. And, you know, feel free to send <laughs> us questions. Um, I yeah. love that. Well, like, so I think next year, and I want to hear yours too, is like, I think really focusing on the boot camp. And I really do want that to be one of the main things that I do because I feel like that's deep in my soul now of like how I can help people and move past this on. Um, and then also acting. I think I'm really excited. I really want to get cast in a feature film, hopefully a drama and will. Yes. Uh, and that's, you know, maybe another dog. (laughs) So what about you before we, yeah, before we close, I want to hear about Uh, your year. What about me? Well, I recently moved to LA, uh, which we didn't really talk about that on, my interview, but it's been going great. I just love being in LA and I will continue to grow my business here. And then I'm, maybe I'm not allowed to share too much, but (gasps) I will just put it out there because I want it to be amazing and I want it to all work out. I mean, so I'm an interior designer and I'm planning on having a fabric line and furniture line and going into wallpaper and all of that. So basically branching into different spaces in the interior design industry. Which is really cool. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I mean, everything that you do is really inspiring too. Thank you very much. I I appreciate that. I do love what I do. I love seeing how spaces change, how people live. Um, So it's genuine. It's not that I do it just to, you know, pick a fabric. And, you know, I I really do enjoy it. I've been bugging you a lot about designing your apartment. (laughs) Yum. I'm a mess. I mean, I'll show you really quick so you can kind of give me some live. live. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. No, I I want you. I want a genuine reaction to see how bad this is. (laughs) Look how many many 
different elements. You guys, I created a jam board of like different furniture pieces I want in my apartment. And I kind of went overboard with many different colors and shades and fabrics. Um, I think that's a good start. <laughs> Just don't look at it too long. We'll, we'll shut that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I need a lot of help. No. Maybe we'll share that on a YouTube series. Yeah. <laughs> The complete transformation. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Any final remarks? Yes. I mean, you asked me, like, what advice would you give to your oh. younger self? I want to ask you the same. Oh, my gosh. That's that. I, that was a tough question for you. I, I understand no way. See? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. For my younger self, I honestly think it would be know that you are enough in marketing I was always second guessing myself and I think it wasn't only until I really stepped into like that true power of starting my agency and actually running the show of like this is how your strategy is going to be it was not only until then that I was like holy shit I'm actually really fucking good at this and I feel okay saying that now like I say it all the time to myself because I want to get to that point in every other area of my life where I can like look back on acting and be like holy shit I'm really fucking good at that or podcasting like holy shit I'm really fucking good at that so I think just reminding myself that it's okay to be multi-passionate and it's okay to be really good at things because then you can help other people be really good at things yes and yeah yeah. I think that's great wow (laughs) okay well (laughs) 10 hours later and we're gonna actually close this out because we had some (laughs) high technical issues in this apartment well not in your apartment but it's, it's don't blame my apartment sorry for my camera in this apartment and these dogs mostly my dog well I think this was super fun thank you for letting me ask you of some course. questions put you on the spot yeah I'm glad we did this I'm sure you'll be on more and hopefully yeah and I think now we all have to go back to work I think it's a what is it I don't even know what day is it Monday <laughs> It's Monday. Well, so. for us, it, there's never a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Being an entrepreneur, yeah, there's not really a weekend. Um, cool. Well, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Steph Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-F-A-B-R-Y. I'm at Manuela Marrero Interiors. We'll put it. We'll put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too much to spell. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you have any questions, make sure to submit your questions. I'm gonna get to those next week, you guys. All of the questions that you submitted for Ask Stuff. I sent a question in. You did? Yeah. What was it? No, you're going to have to go back. And oh, fuck. Answer All right. It. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do a solo episode next week so we can have more intimate conversations and answer those questions. But for the time being, I hope you guys have a really great rest of your week. And the pups will say goodbye if you're looking at this on a video episode. Bye.